and thank you for joining me on South of Hollywood. We have a very special guest co-host with us here today. Ichaka? Ichaka? Yes, Ichaka. Ichaka. My name is Ichaka. I also have an African name. I know how it goes. (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) So why don't you tell us um, a little bit about yourself and where you at in L.A.? Yeah, I am uh, in Los Angeles. I'm in the Valley area, kind of, you know, Burbank slash Glendale. Oh, the Valley. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I am a writer, director, um, currently a floating assistant <laughs> at a talent agency, and uh, currently, you know, a uh, business owner. Come on, you know, having a jewelry business, that's just on my <laughs> side business to like have something of my own to like you always have to yes yes yeah I'm all my stuff right now I'm in my room and like boxes of jewelry that I've already made yeah so that's me in a nutshell I'm Nigerian born there moved to Houston Texas at nine so I'm mainly raised in Houston Houstonian um as well and then I moved to like three years ago then I went to film school um and worked a lot of freelance jobs and <laughs> PA and then yeah uh, eventually we're here at um working having some stability of of well not some a good stability look the freelance world listen if you're not like a um writer or like you know the above the line look <laughs> That freelance, listen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you need something else. Yeah. yeah. So for so we gonna get into that too. We'll come back to that. Yeah. 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 So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Nice to nice to be on your show. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. So glad to have you. I love it. It's awesome. So let's get into it. So we start off with our first segment called Coming Attractions. So tell us, what have you been watching, or what are you looking forward to watching? Oh, okay. So before this, you know, the new um, reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came out, Bel-Air. Listen, that's one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show. Yeah. (laughs) So I was a little skeptical. I liked the cast, though. So I was like, okay, this is what's up. They picked a good cast. I've recently been watching it. Um, I'm on my third episode because the first three episodes just came out. It is so good. And I love it because, like, this it really shows you what the, what kind of show it would be if the Fresh Prince wasn't a comedy. Like I was like, this is real. I love it. It's, it's now amazing. that's a good use of a, a reboot slash spinoff. Yeah. Yes, because you know some reboots are not. They don't do it justice. I'm like, y'all should just keep the original. Keep it. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, y'all really did that. I I really understand like how like yeah, um, it's amazing. And I've been watching Abbott Elementary. Yes, I was just talking yeah. about it. That's the I, you know, that's my show right now. Love it. Watch it at elementary. Um, yeah, it's hilarious to me. And it's I love so that like it's so written. I love that it's about teachers because teachers are so underpaid and just the crazy things that happen. Um yeah, with Quince's character and her her wanting to go the extra mile. And then there's veteran teachers. There's just so much. The principal is trifling. She trifles. I love her. I love her. She's and the best bro, ever. Yes. Yeah, the kids, they're hilarious. They had the me laughing. Are amazing. When he had the book upside down, I was like, not Michelle Obama's book. He's reading it upside <laughs> down. 
I was like, yeah. In the last really, episode where she was like, Niecy, hold my, well, she was like, Niecy, hold these. Oh, yeah, like, bro. That was really dope play. I was like, yes. And then they threw, like, they were trying to have more healthy options. So one of the teachers made food from home by himself, brought it, and then the, 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 they cafeteria nerve to throw it away you could have given it back to him that's food i was so but it was so real though because she that was the comedy because it's so absurd it's so absurd it's absurd yeah oh my god it's so good um and then what other show i feel like those are the top two shows right now yeah um i know there's one more oh well well i'm slowly getting to euphoria you know, it's a it's a lot show is a lot for me. I'm more That's a comedy a person. You're right. Euphoria is definitely it. Okay, I still watch single, um, living single, fresh friends, <laughs> Martin. I listen, I'm a comedy person. I watch yes. Baby Daddy on Freeform. Oh Obviously, yes. I'm a cut look uh, back blackish. Oh, that's in the yeah, I'm a more comedy. So Euphoria, listen. But it's so good though. The acting has gotten so much better season two. It's yeah. So slowly getting into Euphoria, and then Blackish is my show. Grownish is my show. Those are the top shows I'm watching right now. That's awesome. Yeah, Euphoria. Yeah. I had the same thing. So I watched a solid two or three episodes of the first season. Okay, and I was watching mm-hmm. it weekly. Which again, I think I'm past. It's like it's hard. Some shows do work well weekly. Other shows don't. The anxiety yeah. of that show. It. it yeah. I don't even know what I was feeling but I was like I can't watch this anymore I was like it's really good though it's really good yeah. I'm 100% behind the day I want her to win all the Emmys give her all no. the yeah like it's just a lot yeah but I she sees watch it. and I'm like they're how old I definitely feel old watching them too so <laughs> I'm like no I can't do it <laughs> yeah that's what we happened in the high school I literally I didn't even know Look. I didn't even that's know none of that. That's why it's called Euphoria High School. <laughs> it's like that. But apparently I hear some high schools, you know, are like that. I've never, you know, like I grew up in Texas. The high schools are not like that. The ones that I went to were not. So I don't know. Maybe in other places. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. you know, so now let's get into speaking of that. Let's get into things that, um, you know, we like to critique and we call that tea time. So, you know, what are some of the things that grind your gears? What are you, you know, seeing out in Hollywood? What's your tea? Oh, okay. So look, I didn't even think about this one. I just thought about the shows, but you know, I was like, this is going to come to me as we, we speak. Um, <laughs> Just in general, right? Just to clarify, yeah, in Hollywood yeah, or like yeah, anything. Yeah. Um. Well, like I was saying, you know, I'll tell you why. You know, it's definitely um, yeah. talking about distribution. You know, um, we're looking like talking about the Oscars and Emmys and things like that. You know, it becomes you know a real mystery how sometimes we get to that level. And I notice a lot of artists, a lot of creators make a lot of work, but they don't often think about getting that work out there and so you know I just want to encourage people to take you know a harder look even before they actually make a film at what are the trends where is it going to go who might potentially buy it and in fact when you talked about um the real Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that's another really good example of how important it can be to think about where something's going to land because that filmmaker is told was totally independent 
he totally yeah. made that trailer out of his own artistic vision and volition but that gave such a good demonstration of what it could be that it actually blew up online before it ever made it to peacock right and peacock owns the rights to that material they own that ip so for him to understand that okay he 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 could have tried to make it a, a something else and call it something else but he was thinking you know what if i make this the actual fresh prince you know, work, they might think about making this a real series. And so I just want to point that out how genius it was. It, you know, he, he he had intention to get a show, even though he was just following his ambition and didn't know where it might potentially end. But he thought about where it might end. And so I think that's so important for filmmakers. It's great to make stories, but think about where it could actually land you and, and really plan and think about that you know yeah I feel that. Stuff, you know yeah that's a good point I definitely think that for sure it's it's I think I was like Issa Rae and like starting a web series it I, I guess that's one thing definitely pointing out like it's just so hard to get your stuff made mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, on a bigger platform um and you know just being able to to do that and and um yeah, it's inspiring. Also, what else was I thinking about? There's actually a few things that probably mm -hmm. grind my ear, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, where do I start? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, I guess some, you know, getting funding for um, your film, that in and of itself, like, I, I don't want to have to pay to, to, to apply to get a grant. Like my... Uh, <laughs> My friend, um, uh, she, she, when I told her, I was like, yeah, it's $25 to do this, like, get this grant. And she was like, you have to pay to, I was like, yeah, it's annoying. And I didn't do it because I was like, you know what, this is why I, I, I invest in myself and I save the money and I use my own money to do projects. I'm just trying to get a big budget. Like, we're going to pray and see, you know. Just I was just like, let me hold off on that for a second. Cause it's just like annoying, you know, to really like do that. And then sometimes you may not get the money. It's you know, and then you wasted like $25, $40 on this application fee. It's annoying. Same with film festivals, annoying. Let me not even get started <laughs> on film festivals. I'm very selective. I'm like, yeah, let me let me have this budget to submit it. Let me let me try to look at like, okay, can I really get in? And just really be specific, because like I don't, most people don't want to spend so much money, you know, on multiple, because you try to get into a lot of festivals to get your stuff seen, which can help in your career, all of that. And it's like, well, let me try and um, have this budget to putting festivals. But then, you know, you have to have like a limit because it gets a, it gets a lot. Yeah, yeah, you have to have a strategy. You definitely have mm -hmm. to have a strategy for distribution. And that may include film festivals, definitely. So that's what I do, you know, professionally too, is help people yeah. do that. And, you know, it's definitely, um, it's definitely levels and phases, right? Because yeah, I think when you're getting started, you you dabble, you try one or two things and you realize, like you said, oh, wait, we got to pay for this. This is, you know, this can add up. Right. And then you do have to think, okay, well, how can I be strategic? You know, how can I make the use of this? Because it is an investment in this art form. I don't think it ever goes away. There's always some fee. I mean, I think it costs 
if I remember correctly, I think it cost several thousand dollars to submit your film to Cannes Film Festival as an independent artist. Like mm-hmm. you didn't have a distribution deal already or already have those sort of connections, which again, take people years, right, to build up. If you were just mm-hmm. like, oh, I had this great, amazing film and I wanted it in Cannes Film Festival, you'd have to cough up four or five grand, right? Mm-hmm. To do it. Mm-hmm. So it's an investment. It's an investment, but it is, it comes in phases. And that's why I tell people too, like, don't think your first movie needs to go to the Oscars. It may, <laughs> sometimes it happens, but it, it doesn't have to happen. And that can't be the only measure by which you go. But I know exactly, you know, telling people to really start in small pieces, small bite focus on making a good project right focus yes. on making your vision focus on working out the kinks of production getting your crew together getting your idea together focus on that and once you actually have a good story and a good product it'll be that much easier to to share it distribute it put it in festivals put it in contests and you know and the same thing where you know if you spend a year making a project you know you're going to spend a year promoting it right mm-hmm. that's true so true yeah, so that's what I do though for people. I help people do that. That's oh awesome. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of another thing. I feel like some <laughs> some shows there's certain moments where I'm like, that's not realistic. Not every show, but just some shows like I was watching Bel Air and mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, yeah, spoil it for people, but basically something happens and then will and carlson get into some kind of argument and then it was something uh when uh, about like the n-word basically and then um carlton was like um oh well so you because will had said the n-word while talking he's like oh so you could say it but connor can't his friend who's white and i was like well he's black i mean will could say it (laughs) I was like, that's what if the will, the character, I feel like he should have said that. Yeah, because I'm black, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's just, you know, certain things like that. I just be like that. They should have probably added a line in there to say something because that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that about premises sometimes. I'm like, well, this mm. only would happen for this movie. Like nobody would ever do that. You know, and yeah, I really look, hate that. You. I really hate when they use that, when they have like some random device. And I'm like, no one in real life would ever feel like this because that's not realistic. Like, but they have to use it to like further the story or something. You know, like how when somebody like shows up at somebody's house and they confront them. Yeah. Person, like nobody, like, nobody does that. <laughs> make it just a little bit realistic. I know people try to make it cinematic. Yeah. But make it just a little bit realistic so I can kind of like get into the story or just like when sometimes <laughs> somebody gets shot I was yeah. telling my, my sister and my uh, friend about this uh, I was like when somebody gets shot and it's so like unrealistic or the person would be crying oh my god this person call 911 bro that's what yeah. somebody would do. would do I don't or try to get help I don't know just yeah. don't be sitting there crying looking at the dead body the shot yes, <laughs> yes. sometimes I just be like this this would not happen in real life yeah yeah, yeah. those are like my main things that i think yeah <laughs> cool. um, so let's get in you know telling us a little bit about your journey 
you know, from Houston to LA and studying film and what it's been like for you getting started? Oh, um, yeah, what it's been like, it's been, it's been rough sometimes. It's been up and down, but it's been a great journey. And overall, I'm, I'm in a great place right now. I just want to continue to grow and we'll see what happens. Cause right now, I don't know, my, I don't know, like, you know, you just, just, you want to, um, have a vision and like really think about what do I want in life and outside of career too just like wanting family just like thinking about like well yeah what like just thinking about everything like yeah but my um journey I know for me um I moved back to Houston after graduating um got in a car accident car towed a lot <laughs> wasn't gonna stay in, in my hometown in my uh college town um because I didn't have a car, so I moved back, stayed with, with, um, uh, my, yeah, with family, with parents, my parents for a minute, and I just kind of worked in Houston, did freelance stuff. There isn't really a huge media, I mean, it's growing, but there isn't really a huge film, TV, media space in Houston that I saw, and then LA is the mecca um, of entertainment, and um, I was looking into, <laughs> into film schools because I wanted to immerse myself in what I want to do because I was like oh I didn't know I don't know anything I tried to do a short film and go to Austin and do that I didn't this a lot I didn't know what I was doing so so um yeah I was like let me immerse myself and I, I wanted to try like a fellowship or some kind of program that I could like get into and they're expensive so I said well I might as well get a degree <laughs> So I applied to the Sheba school I could find that was still good, very hands-on, New York Film Academy, uh, Burbank campus. I applied to one just to see, cause I was still hesitant on like going back to school. Um, cause we really don't like school to be honest. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I got in and then I like moved and that was a great experience in school, meeting a lot of people. Um, being able to do what I love to do, just learning a lot about this industry, um, everything. And then I graduated and, and it was just hard getting a job, assistant job, anything PA. It was just hard. Um, it was almost like everything you did in film school was kind of like, doesn't matter because- yeah, out the window. Throw that away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like take, take what you did here and throw that, because oh, listen, <laughs> There's a whole other world, whole mm -hmm. other entertainment world that you you know need to get in. And, and in film school, I kind of knew that, and I tried to like do um, certain things, like volunteer for certain events, and just like go outside of Burbank, go outside of LA. I mean, not, outside of film school, um, and do stuff. I was an assistant for a little bit, um, like a, a it's kind of like an intern type thing, just start trying to do stuff, but still like it was it's hard and then I just continued to just freelance I did some I went back and I did a couple of student shorts as well Facebook groups I mean everything just to get a job meeting uh, connecting people on LinkedIn um and eventually um um well I had a day job right which uh, hated that job as a security officer <laughs> Um, and AMC later on, which that was a lot better because I love going to movies, but then you're not, you know, you're like ticketing and concessions and sweeping. That's not what you want to do. That's just for a check. <laughs> so that was cool. But outside of that, um, I, um, what else did I do? I, 
Um, oh yeah, I I apply. I, I got on um, Staff Me Up, and I got my first real union PA job. And from there, it just continued to go on from there. I was able to get other jobs um, as a PA. But then, you know, like I said, the the freelance um, part of of uh, this industry is a lot, especially if you're just a PA, you're not making that much for you to be having jobs up and down, not knowing when your next job is gonna be, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> so wanted to get a stable job at a production company, a studio, an agency. Um, agency wasn't really like on my mind. I remember looking at ICM for a little bit, but wasn't able to get a job there. Um, and I just kept trying to apply. And then eventually my friend, um, she got a job um, at CAA. And then uh, she told me to hit up this HR person. I was able to get an interview, I got a job and I was cool. And then I was able to, to like, really I'm still learning and growing. I'm really realizing that it really does start in an agency. They're the ones that negotiate the deals. They are the ones that help uh, people get jobs. Um, like an agent is an important part of this industry. That's what I've been learning. And like from that, I'm able to just save up money and do invest in my own projects. <laughs> so I did a little proof of concept called Postgrad based of my postgrad experience because it was terrible. <laughs> um, I basically, long story short, I had an interview where my time was basically wasted. <laughs> and the guy, the guy said, um, he was like, oh, I don't think you're qualified for this job and um yeah just basically telling me i don't think you're qualified and you know that maybe you'll find something better good luck all of that and i was just thinking why did you bring me here if you don't think i'm qualified you're wasting my time <laughs> um yeah just a lot uh, just an interview where i went from set to an interview went back to set um and i was late because obviously you know come from set and it was just a lot um not having a car so i had to take the bus which took longer yeah a lot um but I, now i'm able to like save up a little bit more and, and invest in my own projects and um i like i said have postgrad which is a proof of concept mm -hmm. um and it's on youtube and i have applied it to since it's just a small little seed honestly from my short i have applied it to i don't know if you heard of indie night film festival I submitted it there and then I think that's really it. That's the main the main place that I've submitted it to. Um and yeah, you yeah. know, I really like the yeah. concept too. That's really great. I as a post grad yeah. myself, I definitely think there's a lot of stories there. Um and definitely yeah. a lot of comedy and tragedy mm -hmm. uh to to definitely pull from. Um let's talk about working in the agency. I mean, there, yeah, I think there's definitely um there's a gap in that industry for information for a lot of emerging artists, black artists, you know, people mm. of color, women, you know, a lot of us don't have agents. So tell us about what an agent or agency does and what an agent does and, you know, why that's important or necessary for, for artists and filmmakers. Yeah, it's important because basically I'm still learning, you know, I've like I started I've been there for a couple months since July 2021. So and I'm just an assistant, well, floating assistant. Um, so still learning. So basically, number one thing that I have learned since uh, um, being a floating assistant is 
agents help you get jobs. <laughs> um, you know, they they are the ones that negotiate the deals a lot of the times. They're the ones that get you those generals um, to help you get a job. Um, the departments that I've uh, mainly floated for is TV, uh, department TV scripted, and uh, yeah, mainly TV, honestly. Um, but I know, you know, the music department and the MP lit department, motion picture um, lit um, is also important too when it comes to music, the tours, negotiating the venues, all of that. I mean, MP as well, the actors, the films, like they represent directors, producers, writers, and then TV, it's basically directors, writers, actors, all of that, just in the TV space. Mm -hmm. So it basically help you, um, all creatives from producers, all of that, writers, um, directors, they help you get jobs and they help you with these generals, they connect you with people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, how, yeah does somebody, I, how does somebody get an agent? How do they come to you or yeah. how do you find them? Mm -hmm. Well, what I've seen and observed, <laughs> um, you know, and I'm still learning myself, but what I've seen is, there, is that the agent really comes to you. <laughs> um, you can definitely have a, definitely everybody should have a vision and a, and a, and a clear mindset and focus that you're going to get an agent because this agent is going to help me. Um, yes, they take 10% of all your paycheck, but they help you. And also remember that the agent uh, works for you. So like, you know, you can like for example i went to this event um and basically yeah i learned that like if an actor just for example if an actor says they want to get into more serious drama roles they can tell their team that because your team works for you so don't send me any comedy on the you know <laughs> like yeah you they work for you so you tell them what you need and they help you. So help me help you basically is what I always say. <laughs> so I know as an assistant to help me help you because if you don't know, I don't freaking know. <laughs> help me do my job. Right. Okay. Right. We're the word like the middleman, right? We're the ones that are sending these NDAs and all this stuff. And we're doing the booking reports. We're seeing like, oh, the deal is close. We have to do this report. We have to do this, all this stuff. We set up the meetings. Um, Pitch meetings, there's pitch meetings too, you know, all kinds of stuff. Just like they connect you with executives, studios, production companies, all of that, that are trying to look for um, people to hire. And a lot of the times these studios um, and production companies reach out to agents. They're like, hey, we're looking for an actor for this. So who do you have? And then we send out submissions. Like they tell this, Jajin tells us, Hey, this that this person send the submission. They ask for avails, like studios, executives, everybody act goes to the agency to like <laughs> literally help them hire people, and then the agent helps the clients get the job. They're they like, hey, this is my client, you know, they'll be great for this, and this is their bio, this is their credits, all that. So it really does start an agency. I'm seeing that like, yeah, like agents are like important <laughs> to get you into into the rooms to get you jobs, to get your opportunities. Um, yeah, that, that's basically how. Yeah. 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 So I, like I said, you know, I'm trying to imagine, you know, cause 
Hollywood has a lot of actors, a lot of filmmakers, a lot of film production. Mm. Are there a lot of agents too? And how many black agents are there? Are there a lot of black women? Like, have what do yeah. you know? Oh, those are good questions. Oh yeah, okay. Well, at CAA, it's, it's, it's a lot of people. But you know, the people that I've come across, there are a lot of white people. <laughs> there are a few black agents. When I come across a black agent on our system thing where I can see everybody that, that's, um, an employee there. Um, there are some black agents that I've seen, you know. Um, but yeah, I mainly see a lot of white people to be honest. Um that basically that's it. Women? What about black women? Um there's not a lot. I mean, at the top of my head, I can think of one person that I but I'm sure there's others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's yeah. It's, I see a lot of white people, basically. <laughs> um, I mean, what do you think about that? Do we need more black people in there or what? Oh, for sure. And I'm, I'm, yeah, we definitely need more black people, more black agents, more black executives. I myself, in the long run, because I don't just want to be, you know, just this director. In the long run, I was thinking of also myself, because I love development as well, being a development executive and helping develop shows uh, mainly I want to work in tv so like shows some some feature films but yeah it's needed because the um agents executives are very important executives are important because they help like um champion shows that are on the air they have help green light it they help develop it they're the ones that are making the decisions they're the top and then agents are important too because they help you get jobs <laughs> um so having a a more black agents they're able to understand being you know a black creative a black person in this industry so they're able to be more sympathetic to clients mm -hmm. um and just bring on more black clients like i know there's a nigerian um agent and he has a lot of like, nigerian clients mm -hmm. like you know so because he's able like he's also and like Nigerian is also black. So they can bring them in and say, oh, you're looking for these actors? I have five, you know, mm -hmm. choose one of these five. Yeah. 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 So I definitely think it's important. Um, I'm sure there's more. I know there's there's some Asians. Like I've seen some diversity, but like at the top of my head, I can think of one black Asian that I've come across. I can't think of another one right now, but I'm sure there's few. There's a few. Either way, there's still a lot of white agents that I've seen more than, you know, yeah, black agents, black women agents, yeah. So it's yeah, it's great. Yeah, are you noticing any trends in the demand for actors or actresses and staff and crew? Are are they also hiring more people of color um, as the talent? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it depends on the desk. I know one desk I floated for, um, she has a, you know, a mixture of clients in there. Um, I, 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 I've seen, cause the more the desks I work on are, um, they're representing writers, directors, producers, and then one desk I floated for, but it's non-writing executive producers. So I can speak on that standpoint. Yeah, yeah. They are definitely wanting to hire more of people behind the scenes more of the creative people as far as i think i don't really know um 
But honestly, I think talent. Yeah, that's all considered talent. Yeah, if you have an agent, yeah, talent. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the talent. Yeah, they definitely. There's always a demand. Honestly, that's what I'm noticing. <laughs> they're, they're always trying to <laughs> get people jobs. There's always a demand to push. Um, uh, yeah, talent basically because it's needed. Yeah. Um, I was also gonna say that um, people should, like I said, people should have a focus and a mindset to get an agent. Um, however, like I said, let the agent find uh, you and you just focus on the art that's more important focus on marketing it and having people see it. And once you do that, I mean, agents go to film festivals, they go, they're looking online. I mean, they're always, again, always trying to look for, 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 for potential clients. So just focus on the work and make the work speak for itself and I, you will get an agent eventually. I'm speaking that for myself too, because I don't have an agent myself. That's right, speaking into existence. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's what I was going to say. Like, just really focus, bottom line, at the work and promoting your work so that people can see it. Once you do that, once you're strategic about where the places you want to put it in, the film festivals, all of that, um, you'll meet the right people. It don't, you know, yeah, and you eventually will um, find, that, find that agent that will see you, will see your work, and they will request for you. Because, yeah, you know, it's like, it's hard um, when you are someone that doesn't have an agent and you're trying to get an agent because they don't accept unsolicited materials anyway. So you're not, you know, like, that's what I've seen in the agency. You're not going to get far. (laughs) So let them come to you. Um, Not saying that, you know, Everything is possible. People but, that do that, yeah, but but right. there are some people mm-hmm. that reach out to an agent. The agent actually, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, nine times out of ten, what I see is like them coming to you. And even if you, because it is okay a little bit to like um, put yourself out there a little bit, right? Because I've gotten jobs by just DMing people, <laughs> DMing the production coordinator, like, hey, if you need a P, like. Yeah, but it's just it's just a certain way you have to do it and just be smart about it to show that like you're not looking for nothing else. Don't look desperate. Um, just settle, you know, like hey, all of this, but don't do it through the industry. Because if you call trying to get your script or nothing, I'm sorry, I'm gonna just say you do. We can't accept unsolicited. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So if you want to go through it, then cool, but don't don't call. Cause yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're absolutely right. I think the the real message is definitely to focus on your craft, focus on making yeah. the art the best you can, getting a demo or a pilot or a sizzle reel that really speaks to what you're capable of yeah. and promoting it. And that's what I tell people about Film Fest. And that's why it's so important to think about distribution. Because you, if you think mm-hmm. about that at the start, before you even make your project, yeah. same thing, you're going to be putting yourself in a better position where oh, okay, well, I'm ready for this film fest now. I, I made my film, we have our deadline or we have you know a, the audience that is going to be receptive to our type of film, whatever it may be. And you get that local coverage, you get those awards and they're not, you're not trying to be at the Oscars. It's just building that, building that repertoire for yourself in your work. And that's what gets you noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. Good work yeah. and, and being determined yeah. to push through and share it and get it out there. Yeah, promoting it well too. Just like looking at analytics, when to post anything, just uh, submitting to specific film festivals that you really feel like, like doing your research and being like, I think I can get into this film festival. And you know, nine times out of ten, you will. That's happened to me in my, in my um, 
short that I did in in uh, film school. Like, yeah, just being like, okay, I think I'm getting to this one. And you, I did, you know? So just promoting it well and just focusing on your art, focusing on the work, yeah. That's yeah. great, awesome. So just tell us how can people follow you or stay in touch with you? You know, how can they support you or see your work? Oh yeah, um, I um, my Instagram is achaka underscore manjok, uh, E-C-H-A-K-A underscore Emma and J-O-K. I also started a jewelry business, so uh, definitely check that out if you are interested. <laughs> Bold by Chaka, B-O-L-D-E by Chaka underscore on Instagram. And I have my YouTube, my work is on there. And that's just a Chaka Mudra. You'll be able to find find that, I believe. Um, yeah. And just, you know, um, that's pretty much it. Just, uh, you know, just support in that way or just support by um, just uh, honestly just keeping me in your prayers and I, you know, try to pray for other creatives that I know and just people in general, you know, because uh, the support is, anything is appreciated. The support is appreciated, like prayer, anything, um, checking out somebody's work, content. Yeah, I will say that. And I'm definitely trying to do another uh, production, <laughs> another short film that I'm definitely, like I was just speaking about, trying to make that great and something that I'm proud of and that I want it to be in a top tier from festival and trying to promote that well that's that um yeah that's that's what's up and that's good those are good next steps well it's so great to have you thank you for being our guest today and we'll stay in touch for sure yeah thank you for having me on thank you yes (laughs) and thanks for joining us on south of hollywood peace Right. <laughs>